man, and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues. Search the hearts of men. And judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports unchained. This is Sportico. Sporticus is now on Patreon. We have three tiers. $1, $2, and $5. You can get things like bonus episodes, chat forums, polls and voting, live stream Q&As, monthly giveaways, and fan recognition. Become a patron today. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. All at Sporticus Live. That's Sport I C U S Live. Sporticus Live. See you there. Put your yard up on honest like the lessons do. So fly, please get high off the residue. So real and surreal and pure deal. Dante Flacco, slow handsome. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Jeff vs. the World Presents, the I Am Not Dave Wrestling Podcast, episode number 13. Uh, this week, I got my man, Sean Covington, back. What's going on, good sir? What's going on, baby? It's El Santo Negro in the house. You know, we all in the house, but, you know. So, before we even get started, because it has been a minute before we've talked to wrestling or just in general, just talked on a podcast. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you and what it is that you can do and your social media. Well, you can find uh, El Santo Negro and the Sporticus uh, podcast. You can find us on Anchor at Sporticus Live or Sporticus. Uh, as Sport ICUS Live or just uh, Sport ICUS Sporticus. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Linktree, uh, Patreon. Uh, pretty much everything. Rockfin. Rockfin.com. Look us up on there. But you got to be specific. Rockfin.com slash Sporticus. So, yeah, you can catch us on there every time. Um, you want to give me your social media? Uh, the Twitter is... No, no. Everything's that Sporticus Live or Sporticus. Every single thing. Okay. Either Facebook, Twitter... Patreon, just look up Sporticus or Sporticus Live. 
Switch, we on there too. It varies from sport to sport. Sport to live. And there it is. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, we shouldn't have left you without a dope. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask right. you: as right now, today, do you still feel like WrestleMania should be going on? Yes. Uh, and there's there's uh, this uh, sort of Damocles when it comes to WrestleMania and Russell, but not just WrestleMania, sports, uh, in, in uh, entertainment in general. Uh, mm-hmm. General sports doesn't have that this this sword over it because the playoffs didn't start for the NBA, but the playoffs has already started for pro wrestling. Right? You cannot stop them. This story cannot just be buried. It's already, in this day and age, no real kayfabe things going on. You know, kayfabe is dead, is the hashtag, you know. But uh, kayfabe isn't entirely dead. But for the most part, yeah, like, these are real people. We know who they are. We know they hang out and stuff like that. You know, um, like, recently it it popped up that Dakota Kai and um, Shayna Baszler may be dating or probably are dating. You know, but they had a big feud. Like not too long ago. In fact, Shayna Baszler put Dakota Kai out. My point being is like, how are they dating? Like, how do we know this information? So the fans may be mad, the uh, events may be mad, but the show has to go on because you can't sit on a Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Champa feud when they just tore up the performance center and say we're gonna do this six months later. You know, it, it, this stuff is storyline driven. You have to do it, although it is not taped. Although it has not already transpired and taken place like a soap opera, you know, uh, it, it still is one. It still fits in this this unique category all its own to where the show's got to go on because, you know, these same dickhead fans are going to say, sorry, I said dickhead. I uh, don't know if I can say that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can. I'm pretty sure I can. I've heard the show. But, you know, you never know. <laughs> No, but uh, these same dickhead fans are going to say, oh, you know, well, uh, you can't do this, you can't do that. They shouldn't have done this, they shouldn't have done that. It's like, okay, so are you going to support them? If they prolong the storyline, you're going to say, this storyline's cold. It's ice cold. Randy Orton doesn't have any heat on him. That's because of you. Like, you're the fan. Put heat on him again. Like, if you could hold it over, you absolutely would, right? You know, and with the NBA playoffs, the records are still what they are. So you can start the playoffs. You know, in June, and it's fine. You start the playoffs in October, and it'd be fine. So we still had that record. With wrestling, it's all about week to week. So you absolutely have to keep this going. There's no way you can really stop it. Well, I disagree. And <laughs> I think that wrestling itself, recently I had a chance to say, you know what? I see what the NBA doing. I see what NFL doing. I see what all sports doing. Yeah, maybe I need to do the same thing too. And the only reason I'm saying that is because while, you know, that old the show must go on nonsense, you see how that you see how that works out. You can just go back to the on heart. So how that worked out. You but just leave it, a bad take in your mouth. They so were that's kinda that's an odd call. If if you were Vince well, and, and Owen Hart dies right there on the spot, nothing you can do about it. Like when Jerry King Lawler had that heart attack, you could either tell everybody he just had a heart attack, or you could be like, "Well, 
we're here for a reason, and we can talk to people for real after this or what? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Kind of weird. Like with the whole Benoit thing, we'll get into that too. But like, go ahead. It, but it's it, what I'm saying is, okay, the on heart thing. That's a you know what am I going to do thing that happened right then and there. But that was something the so tragic. It's just like yeah, so. Maybe that's going too far, and I understand that wrestling does sit in its own category, but I just feel like with everything happening, and you've already seen the dirt sheets about what happened with the Miz and him being sick and all that nonsense and stuff like that, you wouldn't have to go through that if you say, you know what, I'm going to do like everybody else, and I'm going to put a pause button on what we have right now. WrestleMania in June, WrestleMania in August, well, not August, well, WrestleMania later on or whatever would have been fine. And I just think with the way these shows have been going, like I've, I've really been tuning out of the Raws and Smackdowns because you know what you're getting. You know, it's, I understand what each company, as far as AEW, WWE, and also NXT, what they have to work with. They don't have any fans, so they have to work with each other. You have to work with, you know, 10 people in the room pretty much. Right. And I get it, but now it's just starting to be, fatigue of seeing that. Now, maybe WrestleMania may be taped different. They ha- I see they're having a, uh, a fun house match, so that'll be a little bit different for the TV screen, but your eyes yeah. can only see the same thing for a long time. And that audience, that, that crowd that's supposed to be there, because it's supposed to be an extravaganza, just feels to me it's going to be just another show that we've been seeing the last three weeks. And that I, is me, I, you know, that's personally me. You know, I feel like that too. I feel like it might be that way too. But here's the thing: that show, what they do is is art. You know, it's an art form. It's a form of art, and you can paint a painting without me. You know, without somebody ever seeing it in a gallery. You know what I mean? Like, so with that said, it's like you can do this stuff without an audience, and not you. Definitely not you. Like specifically, not you. But there's 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 a, a bunch of people who I don't refer to when I say this, but a lot of the fans believe that this shit is all about them, and it isn't. Oh, and that's the crazy that's part true. about it. Not you, man. I don't want you to take any offense to that, because specifically, no. and I do mean that specifically, not you. Um, your your issue lies in something a little bit different. You like, well, you know, I know they you appreciate them. I don't think the fans truly do. Because they're like, oh, you know, well, they should give their their guys a, a, a day off. What the fuck do you think two matches on, on a Raw means? You know, like, but let's be very fair to Raw. It's not like they weren't doing that shit before, you know, where they had all their whole roster and they'd have two matches. That's, that's the type of shit they would uh, catch heat for before. But it's really difficult. I would never want to tell you as a performer, you can't perform because there's no one there to see it. And I uh and and, I, and I'm a, I just read the headline. I did not actually listen to this, but uh someone on PW Torch, I won't even drop the name, I would. But uh his show is uh if a tree falls at WrestleMania, will you hear it? And I'm like, who gives a fuck? Are you watching WrestleMania or not? It's just kind of it, it's and like I say, it, it's it's going to sound like I'm getting on all fans, but there is a, a contingent of fans that believes that they are everything to this, and they're not. You know, uh, the NBA was on tape delay, but yeah, guess what? When it was on tape delay, that's who, you know, that's when they got bought out. That's when they were in 
grave trouble of being, you know, just uh, bankrupt. So I, I understand all of that. And you do have to keep the fans happy, but it's just not all about them. I get it. Like, if it's in an empty arena, like I watched, okay, so for the very first time, I enjoyed completely AEW. Both shows, the week when they didn't have no fans, I enjoyed it. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't just because they had no fans. It's because they, I feel like they, uh, they um, live above their means a little bit. Like they're this high production value show or whatever. And they're not really that. They, they're more akin to in, NXT. And uh, they should present themselves more like that. And it was actually really enjoyable. I enjoyed all of it. Not every single thing about it, but I enjoyed the show as a whole like I'd never had before. And this last week on NXT was actually pretty enjoyable. That Tyler Breeze and uh, Austin Theory match was great. If I ever had to show someone textbook wrestling and what you're supposed to do and why the fuck it's supposed to look the way it does, I'd show them that. i showed them um, the promo they did or the vignette they did uh, beforehand when they had the altercation, and then I'd show them that match. That's exactly what it is. And then they have not one fan there, but everybody could pick up what was going on. But uh, long story short, well, my point is, uh, I, I do understand the fatigue fact, factor, and uh, that's that's yet to be proven. We'll see that. Uh, but I, I think that the show must go on thing is is less about the company making money because they won't make money without fans. We do know that. But it's more about this is art, and we still need to paint, regardless of the uh, gallery is in. See what I mean? If you want to paint, eventually you want to you want to see somebody see your painting, right? What's a starving artist, though? I mean, a, a lot of artists yeah. just creation like, because they want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of shit. You know? They're not starving. Yeah, but they still paint. They're, they're, they, yeah, right. I get what you're saying. I just I, I just honestly feel that I'm just speaking of WrestleMania itself. That's it. Like you no, know, I know what you mean. And the moment it, won't it, be as big. And I get all of that. Yeah, and you're right. There's another side of this argument. And you know what? I'm absolutely wrong. You know what? I'm shame on me. I don't know what WrestleMania is going to be. I have no idea what they take, and nor do I want to know until I watch it. So I could be sitting here right now and just saying, you know, I could just be saying all this shit and then looking crazy come, you know, next Saturday and something like, wow, they made a, they really did pull it off. Um, I guess, it's, I guess it's just me personally. How I just I just know I've been tuning out of the shows. I'll watch for a couple of minutes. If I see something, I'll you know, watch it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that was cool. I think I did enjoy the AEW shows more just because they got to see what WWE did. And they can do the opposite. And they can take out all the bad. And they did all the good. And they put their own twist to certain things, which is really cool. I, I, I enjoyed it with AEW. I definitely did. did. I um, can say that. For the first time, I enjoyed uh, an AEW product. Uh, more than WWE product, I really did. I think that um, this should be this should be interesting because I wonder, and what I wonder is, hey, maybe after WrestleMania, maybe y'all can't just chill out. And I know that sounds crazy when I'm saying, what I'm just saying at this point, with the way the world is right now, everybody knows about the travel and coronavirus and all that stuff, and. I just think it, this would be the best time for them to say, we can relax. We can come back. We can, we can have um, best of shows. People seem to watch those. Uh, t- I don't think Twitter's lying to me. 
Yeah. Uh, you can watch those shows. They can make a, they can, oh, hell, they can make a whole hour of a shoot interview with, uh, uh, who? Fucking Seth Rollins. You know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they can, I was gonna say, yeah, Brock and, Brock and, uh, uh, Drew McIntyre could go an hour, and that would be great. They can start to start doing different things and just be like, you know what, guys, we're going to give you these two months off, three months off, and we're going to come back to this. We'll come back with a draft, and then we'll see where we're at in the world. Because yeah. far, I, would hate for a guy, I would hate for a performer to get sick. And like I said, I don't know if the Miz, you know, he, all we know is that he was sick. What he was, yeah. it may just be a cold, flu. I'm not here to speculate what it was. But even taking that chance coming to the arena with other guys whose immune systems are different, like, you know, Brian yeah. and Roman, and you see... see that's that's the crazy Roman. part. That's when it gets to go into something a lot different. And it doesn't, it doesn't have a goddamn thing to do with our government or any government around the world. It's got to do with human nature and just what we're going to do and what we're going to allow and how we're going to live after this and during this. You know, it's just really weird. So, like, if you do, you know, you have to exhibit uh, certain symptoms to just get a test. So if you just coughing. Just coughing ain't enough. You got to have a fever too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and what if he just had the fever? What I don't know what my point is. Like, yeah, like you say, he was just sick. That's all we know. He was sick, and um, there's necessarily that's not necessarily a reason just on that to say, oh, he's sick, just to because because you know what you know Romans actually still sick. You see what I mean? Like technically, Roman yeah. is still sick. Remission, my ass. Roman Reigns is sick. Which is why, you know, we got that situation. I don't know if we do spoilers here or uh, uh, are we doing that? If, if, okay, we won't. Talking about, we won't. You know, right, we know. won't. We won't. But, yeah, if you guys don't want to hear any spoilers, don't look up Roman Reigns and other stuff. Okay? Just don't. See, I didn't even give it away. I, I could have gave it away with another key word, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, they're doing a great job of what they did uh, last night, I believe, what was it last night? Yeah, last night, I think they did a good job of just keeping it going or whatever. But I just feel like, because even at my job now, they tell us, oh, if you feel like you have a fever, don't come to work. If you got a fever, right. if you got a cold, don't come to work. They're, they're telling us that. So, of course, WWE, that, you know, big corporation, because, you know, just by the slight chance, God forbid, if it was something, if, you know, some serious, and then you got he's been interacting with this wrestler and that wrestler. Yep. And then you would have to shut you had to shut down by force, you know, by choice. And there ain't no choice no more. The choice is taking out your hand. It's like, well, we gotta close up shop for a while. Because this person. Hey, well, wait a minute. Well, before you jump in, and it's something yeah, really yeah, um interesting that some interesting that uh, Rich had told me yesterday. He was like, It's crazy because the Miz's thing is I'm always there. I've never heard. I'm always there. I'm like I'm, I'm the, I'm the student that's here every day. I got that. Yeah. I got that certificate. And maybe that gimmick part, that that whole stitch, you know, stick of, uh, you know, I'm always here. He yeah, because really, that's a real thing. That's his. That's his. Uh, yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think I understand. I, like, <laughs> and this is what I say. I think wrestling has some of these rules and things that they have that they got to get away from because he should have known better. You got two daughters, you got a wife, you know, you got to start thinking a little bit different when it comes to something like this. 
And I don't think anybody would have looked at him different. Like, oh, well, you did miss a date, Miz. You did, I don't think that would have been thrown in his face or yeah, anything I don't know. like that. So I don't know. See, I don't know. See, here's the thing. I'll give you this one thing. You say he wouldn't have been thrown in his face, but we got one person to consider. Just one. Not everybody else. 99.9% of people probably wouldn't say a word. However, there's a billionaire that he works for that might have some shit to say about it. And before we shit on this billionaire that might shit on him, this billionaire has literally been through everything. The steroid, the Benoit, the everything. Because the steroids came up again and almost killed all of pro wrestling with Benoit, with the Benoit thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, luckily, concussions were to blame. And now the NFL is still, the NFL is going to get hard. They're not out of the woods with that. They're going to be crushed with concussion stuff and it will become what it is i'm, I'm just saying but anyway any, that was just a, a side note but my point is vince mcmahon has been through quite a bit he accepts very little you know bullshit uh he could easily influence someone with his behavior or his past behavior who says vince was even there right Vince might have just hit call somebody on the phone or just just knowing how someone is uh, affects your behavior. So maybe Miss was just like, man, Vince don't play that shit. I better show up. But he could have either did that on his own or been told. You see what I'm saying? So like, let's not go too far. Also, I want to bring up something very, very important. And I, I was screaming at the top of my fucking lungs when this happened because it was, it was stupid as fuck to me. And I could not believe that we're supposed to be kissing this new company's ass when they did the same negligent bullshit. Who had a fucking full-blown flu and still wrestled the next day at a pay-per-view? Give me the wrestler's name and give me the company. That's a good trivia question. Oh, you tell me because I'm I'm lost. Britt Baker AEW. Remember oh, that? Remember? Do. Remember? Yeah, remember Cody was like, she had the full-blown flu and he still let her wrestle the next day? Man, so you don't give a fuck? Like, my point was like, how could you set that precedent? I didn't understand it, man. We talk, we hate Vince McMahon. We get, I get it. Everybody hates him and all this other shit. But we let this new dude, right? This messiah the pro wrestling come in and let somebody who had the full-blown flu less than 24 hours ago get through it like a trooper or whatever bullshit um, uh, wordage he used. Come on, man. Hell no. I didn't forget that shit. That's why I got a long uh, memory. The shit like this. <laughs> this dude said right on Twitter and he deleted it later. I, I, I'm, I'm not in the habit of doing that shit because even if I took it a taken a screenshot, I would have just used it for my own purposes. I would have never re... I would have never, you know, posted the picture of that screenshot of a tweet. I think that's snitching. But if I know you did that shit, I want to have evidence and receipts that you did that shit. So somebody called me out, but I wouldn't post it to the public. You see what I'm saying? So I don't, Cody said that shit. I don't know if you remember that. Cody said that shit. He said, man, she's a trooper. No. She hit the full-blown flu. Yep, yep, yep. That, issue, that brother, again, Cody issue, did it. The issue doesn't go, the issue doesn't go back to Vince, and the issue doesn't go back to uh, Cody. The issue goes back to these weird rules or things that wrestlers have done for, for and, and, what, years. I'm talking about yeah. before I was even born. And it's complete and, negligence. It's not even just the it, rules. It's negligence 
on another human's part, his, whether his father taught him, Vince or whoever, he was negligent as fuck. And so was she. Just like you said, the uh, Miz was negligent. She was super negligent. Both of them were. They're, they should never have done that. You cannot do this. Like you said, you got a family, man. You can't do that. Family or not, the archaic shit they do is disgusting. Yes, go ahead. Sorry. In, in 2020, these wrestlers are smarter. These wrestlers, and I'm talking about top from the, from the main eventers to the independents. These guys are smarter. They think different than a lot of their wrestlers did before them. And, you yeah. know, some good and some may be bad. That's up to you, to you personally. How people take some of that stuff. But what I have been seeing is these guys are a lot smarter out here. So these guys and girls, I think it's time for them to break some of that nonsense stuff. Like, no, I had to. They the were flu. smart, they get okay. a union. <clears throat> and well. Triple H would help them get that union. No, if they were smart, Triple H would help them get a union. Because Triple H would be the one that could, uh, he could uh, co opt that. He could, there's a lot of stuff he could do in a union. To make sure that they were good and didn't have to not police them, you know, police them himself, especially with his new job title. He should probably make them form a union. But the problem is you'll have strikes and stuff like that. And uh, I, I don't unions, not always the answer, man. I mean, it's, it's just not. I mean, absolute power corrupt. Absolutely. So when you're the head of the union and you're like, well, I'm going to get all of this. and I'm going to do all of that. You're just going to start fucking up. You know, I mean, it. Somebody's got to rule over somebody, and you just just have the best ruler in life. That's all. I mean, I'm my wife's slave, and but that's not that's not bullshit. You know, we, it's an equal thing. So like we both slave to whatever we say, right? You know, it's an equal thing. It's like, hey, you got to go do this. My wife said, go clean up the house. I'm gonna go clean up the house. No questions asked. I'm not gonna go ask some other shit or you know talk about it or have a discussion. She tell me to do something. She said jump. I'm like yes, ma'am. Uh huh. You know, but uh, I, it's archaic. Like you said, this archaic shit. They have to choose the right master. If they're going to be master to themselves only, then they got to understand that this shit is going to go a certain way, you know? Well, yeah. And, uh, and and you know what? I'm glad that you did. You brought up the whole thing about Brit Breaker. I, either I forgot or I just totally didn't see that. It's good that you bring that up because that's one thing I have noticed, you know, it's almost like a tick for tack as far as like the fans and I get it, you know, it's a new company. Well, yeah, it's still a fresh new company. You enjoying it. It's something different from WWE, but again, the problem is AEW is not bulletproof. AEW makes mistakes. AEW have done things, um, you know, maybe wrong or, made some mistakes along the way and they probably will make more along the way. So just as hard as we can get on um, social media and, and shit on WWE about certain things that they do and go crazy with it. Yeah. You know, let's make it balance. <laughs> That's all I'm just, that's the end of it. Just let's make it balance. Cause AEW messes up too. And they have smart, knowledgeable people in the back that have been in the business a long time. And what they say always, or what I've always heard is that, it's a collective effort. Everybody chips in. You have Jim Ross there. You have Tony Schiavone there. Um, Arn Anderson. You have all these guys. Dean Malenko. Whoever else you need got back there. You got all this knowledge back there. So let's use it and let's be smart about certain things. Because I didn't know about the Brit Breaker thing. Or either I just ignored it. But that's just stuff well, like know, that. I, I mean, well, 
it, it was it was it was it was a moment in time. I, I believe we said something about it. Uh, I think we had a Twitter interaction interaction about it. But like I said, it's a moment in time, man. And like I look, I wrestling is like a uh, it's family, man. Uh, I said I'd whoop Roman Reigns' ass one time. And to protect the business, yep. I didn't. I wasn't even joking. I'd swing on him just like anybody else. But that's not a flippant. Oh, I don't care. I don't respect. No, 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 no. Pro wrestling, like my cousin, my brother, my uncle, his family. When I say something about pro wrestling, it's not to uh, make light of the business or uh, shit on it in any way. Uh, it's to it's to say, hey, look, I'm, I'm closer to some, I'm closer to it than others are, you know. Uh, some may be pretty close to it. My, uh, my point is, I said some things about Britt Baker, like, oh, she can't carry that company. She can't. It's not a fucking lie. I don't care. I'm not taking it back. But when I say she was negligent, understand, man. I'm not trying to take nothing away from her craft, nothing away from who she is. I'm saying there was a moment in time and there was a decision made. Same with the men, you know, like uh, and uh, others higher up on the card chose not to make a negligent decision about themselves, correct? You know, uh, double R, we'll call him double R, so I don't want to get a spoiler, but like he chose not to give, you know, he, he chose not to make that decision. He was like, nah, I'm going to make this decision for me. Part of me got a little bit mad at that, but that was that archaic way of thinking. You know, like you said, we got to pick the brains of the elders and we got to get we got to realize what the history was and then go beyond that. Because it's not just about what wrestling used to be. It's not just about what wrestling tradition tradition is. It's not just about what wrestling is. It's about what wrestling's going to be. And to be very fair, they don't want to make it (laughs) the NBA, you know. I mean, let's let's be for real. NBA is hot garbage with the way it's changed. It is. It's not the same. I I don't think it's hot garbage. That's not what I'm saying. I think I think the NBA (laughs) has changed. Uh, uh, I think it's changed for the good. I'm not gonna say it's garbage. In in ways, in ways, yes. In terms of gameplay, no. In terms of the player and money monetarily, yes, absolutely, it's great now. Yes, that's what matters. But in terms of game. You can't even compare the 90s. You can't even compare the 90s, the 2000s, and now. You can't even compare those. Oh, oh well, we talking about No, the wait a minute. Time out. Are you one of these people who like, you like goon ball? You like people getting punched in the face and thrown down? I'll, 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 put, it, I'll put it to you like this. If you're going to pick somebody to have your back in a bar fight, in a fight, there ain't got to be a bar fight, in a fight period, any kind of fight, UFC, bar, whatever. You can pick somebody that had your bike in a, back in a straight-up fight in wrestling from any era. I'm positive you are going to pick the guy from the oldest era. Maybe not the oldest, but you would pick one of uh, Cowboy Bob Orton friends or one of Ric Flair's friends. I don't think you're picking. I don't think you're picking nobody from this era straight up. How many cats in this era got bar fights? Hey. I'm not picking nobody from this era. I'm picking New Jack every time, all the time. There you go. But see, that's old era, though. That ain't this era. That ain't this new era. That ain't, you know. You're picking the Miz? Hello. What era are you picking the Miz in? 
that ain't that ain't fiction. As a as a scrapper, he could probably scrap. The dude, you know, he from the, you know, he from the East Coast, Midwest light. Man. So okay, <laughs> I, I rock with him. I rock with him. I'm saying he getting his ass knocked out. Lightweight, he getting his ass knocked oh, out. New Jack, the New Jack and the Miz, and we got Prime New Jack, Prime Miz, New Jack killing this guy. For what? Well, well okay, man. See, you cheating anyway. When you I'm, picked the dude that ain't. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what I'm you saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't. I, when I look at people, I don't say, "Look, you don't know what people's hands are like." That's first. The first thing I've always True. taught that. That's so, why I want to get on me like that. I don't. Know. I don't want him to say me. So, I just know that New Jack. If I had somebody, if we was in the fight, I know he's gonna be right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say, you know, like the eras are different, and we can't even compare these eras anymore. You could say that in wrestling, but not quite, because you could say, oh, well, they're more athletic, but like, but they don't get they don't get hit as much. Like it's kind of like that with wrestling, but not not quite. You know what I mean? Like Bret Hart to still give somebody props, just like he would someone in his day. He'll do that. He'll say. This guy's better than that guy, or this guy's as good as. You can still do that. It's hard to do that in basketball. Like, you got a Kevin Durant. Like, I could just take him. You got Kevin Durant, and he just sparks controversy. All He got a burner account. What the fuck? Really? Like, that alone, that ain't got shit to do with basketball. But that mentality, but but uh, not to get away from, well, not that we got no way from uh, pro wrestling. I'm just saying, like, uh, it's just so it's so different, man. I don't I don't even know how to put all of it together. So if we get the knowledge of the old heads, you know, like you say, the Dean Malenko's and the Jericho's and stuff like that. Did you see the Benoit special? Um, I watched the part one. I chose not to watch part two. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I mean, we knew part two, but there were some things, there were some things in part two. Uh, it's not yeah, really a spoiler. Can I tell you a couple yeah, so- things that... Oh, to me to tell me everything, but you can go ahead. It's it's just it's just one of the first and foremost. It's just one of these stories where I feel mm-hmm. like that. Well, let me say this: Part one, I understand what part one when it was. I understand what part one was. I believe that was a place, an open and honest place where um, Vicky, Chavo, Jericho, uh, and everybody else got to talk about Benoit. Because if you think about it, there's that that hasn't been done. It never has been done. Because it was nope, it was almost never. like a it was a thing of, you know, we just don't talk about it. Like the candy man. Like no, nope, right. don't don't say it. So I, I I'm glad that they had a chance to speak about the person that they knew before the incident. That being said, part two, I didn't need to see. I, I just really didn't see it. it was a downer. I was already, you know, feeling a certain type of way about um, just seeing the sun, man. Because I feel bad for that kid. Cause man, I never knew. Like, I never knew, bro. And I, and well, you don't have to watch part two. What I was yeah, getting I, at was, well, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. All I meant was that, like, you're right. You were right not to watch part two because. Everything that was in it, you knew what was coming. You knew it was detailed. You knew there were there were key things about part two that made everything. Uh, it was very it was it was necessary to a point, but like I could just tell them to you, which I am. They brought up um, 
the former wrestler that brought up CTE. This is where all that shit even stemmed from in sports, period. Like, and there, there was, you know, we had the, you know, the football incidents, and it was, uh, you know, with the people who had committed suicide in football. That was very important. But, like, when that stuff came out, if that not came out, it just would have been blamed on, on, on steroids. That would have been the end of wrestling as we knew it. You know, uh, it just would have been. Because it, it was, if you look at what happened, when it happened, after all of that happened, that's when that fan base uh, was permanently gone. But anyway, um, Jericho, like you were saying, man, you know, there was an open outlet for them to talk, right? And Jericho was the guy who got Benoit, uh, Benoit's son, David Benoit, and his auntie back together. And it was at a show I was at. It was at, uh, at um, damn. So it was at All all In. It was All In. This dude had won the AEW championship, right? And he, I mean, it had to be All In because of everything they were showing. And I was at the show. It was at All In, and it was backstage, man. It was after he had performed. He didn't have a belt nowhere near him or nothing like that. And he was talking to them. He was like, man. And they hadn't talked since that night. Since before that stuff happened, they hadn't talked. So that's, that's, that's so because so that's why it was super necessary. And at the very end of it, David Benoit, he just couldn't take it. He couldn't. And he saw his aunt walk in, and he saw Chavo walk in, and they comforted him. And it was dope to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's why I say wrestling is a family. And, like, we might be estranged at times and stuff like that, but it's still a family. I ain't going to let nobody else go at Britt Baker the way I do or Cody the way I do. Not for a second. I wouldn't let, let, let nobody slide up in there like that, you know, because people aren't fans and they try to take advantage of things. But my, my point with all of that is, is man, like, there. We have to get to a point where the show must go on. Does it make situations like it did in the past? Like, like you said, you said earlier, you said, man, like it was crap. And you're right. For the most part, that show must go on thing is an archaic thing that we got to look at getting rid of. But the way you got you got to get rid of that is to make sure that it's in a, in a, a fun place and a safe place. And uh, I think this is exactly what AEW and WWE as, a, as companies are trying to do at the moment. Uh, if that if that makes any sense. I think that they, I know we don't have any audience members, but like I think they're trying to create, hey, we can still be safe and do this and we're, we're not going to, not fold like everyone else did, but I, th- I think pro wrestling needs to be the, the last one standing in this. I think they do. I think they need to be the last one standing. It's a, it's a it's a it's a genre where it's alpha dog. So there's alpha dogs. There's a lot of you know machismo, macho man shit where people's like you know I'm that dude. I wrestle like this and I'm fine. Yeah, you're fine now, but 20 years from now, and we see you walking with a hobble or even you know you get what I'm saying. Like it's just like things yeah. like that have been instilled in, in, in the profession for so long that because it's always about a spot. I'm going I'm to lose my fucking spot if I don't do this. I'm going to lose my spot if I don't. And, and I think that's what drove a lot of the older heads and where, you know, it was, well, I got to make the next town. 
I gotta get in the car. I gotta get in the next yeah, Vicky Guerrero spoke directly to that. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what needs to happen because once these guys, if I'm on top, if I'm the top guy in anyone in promotion, mm-hmm. and you're telling me, well, when you when your knees busted, so you're gonna be out a month or two months, I can't tell you you still gonna have the spot. Fair. I, if, if that's the way you want to play it, fair. But when I come back, when I come back, I should I should be treated still as that act that I was when I left. I understand that I thought I had to give a title away. That's fair because it's, you know what I'm saying stuff still has to happen to move. That's okay. Not beefing about that. But I just it was just always funny when I used to listen to shoot interviews a lot, or even when you listen to like a lot of the last generation wrestlers. Because that's easier, you know your HBKs and stuff like that. Around that era, guys, it was always gotta make the money, gotta go. Don't want to lose my spot, or or either I have to protect my spot at all fucking costs, no matter what. And that's where you're right. See, like I said, it was two sides to this, and that's exactly where you're right with the WrestleMania show must go on thing. Like this just strengthens that mentality of. Man, if you don't even go on during a pandemic, you're going to lose your spot. If you don't lie about being sick or something in a pandemic, your spot is up for grabs. You know, I I do truly understand that. And that's where that's where we, you know, pro wrestling has to do the work there. Uh, The fans have done done their job. They voiced their opinion. They tried to do it, you know, but like, well, the fans are trying not to support something that they've supported their whole lives. And that's not the way you do this. It's not saying. Oh, well, we're not going to watch it all. Oh, it's like, well, no, now you're hurting the artist. Now Drew McIntyre is going to lose that belt to drop uh, uh, Brock Lesnar as soon as he gets it because you guys didn't support him and they thought that he wasn't good enough. You know, like, so it, it's really, it's really odd. It's, it's, a, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, you know, uh, catch 22 for wrestlers because you are damned if you do. And you're probably not necessarily hundred uh, percent, but you're probably damned if you well, don't. You know, uh, you know I can but, tell. You yeah. know what, well, you know what I can tell you where there there is a a, a light that's shining bright about that. Now you look at NXT. Now you look at all the wrestlers have gotten hurt. You look at Velveteen Dream when he was out with his back. And you look at Tommaso yeah. Ciampa. They didn't lose their fucking spot. They did not lose their fucking spot. They didn't get pushed down. When they were ready to go and came back, they were fucking Velveteen Dream and they were fucking Tomasa Champa. Yeah. Velveteen Dream awesome. actually catapulted up, actually. They actually changed this yeah. story from that picture to a bigger picture, which was even better. Yeah, and so they did it with Tomaso too, actually. They did it with Tomaso too, actually, if you think about it. He was just, you know, a uh, tag team wrestler, both of him and Johnny. And then they moved those guys up to main event picture right when Champa came back. Actually, before. But you know what I mean. But what I'm saying is, it was no, oh, foul on you. You shouldn't have got hurt. Right. So go to the back of the line. There was none of that nonsense. And but there was Triple why, H. Triple H I, is the, is, I, is the thing there. Yeah. And, I, and that's what I'm getting to. I think he sees that that stuff, those things that they, his generation went through and his generation before him is out of date. It's nonsense. Yeah. You don't have to do that because the fans, the fans, <laughs> Listen to the fans. Listen, if Vince will listen to the fans, 
I don't think he would be in a situation like that. Thank God for Drew McIntyre. It shouldn't have took this long. It really shouldn't. Yeah. I'm glad it's happening. Ooh, I hated I'm Drew McIntyre with his first stint. And I, I think oh, no. it should have taken this long. Honestly, I think he shouldn't have been pushed to the top. I think this is kind of perfect timing for him. I know this situation is messed up, but uh, had he been in that prominent spot, it would have been much, you know, to whom much is given, uh, much is expected. And I think this was more earned than ex- than given and expected. In, in terms of he had to do the program with Dolph. He had to kind of be muddled around a little bit. But then you got to see him just kick it up a notch and be the guy that we've been wanting him to be. And he came out just as that. Then he has to maintain that level. And that's the weird thing about pro wrestling. You got to maintain the level you at. And it's hard to, you know, keep rising. So if you come out on well, fire, you know, yeah. When I brought him up, I was just, I was saying basically, thank goodness for him because the fans responded. The fans were into him. Vince went with it. He, he, you know, I don't know if it was by choice. I know the Royal Rumble was the setup, but what I'm saying is it was a reaction. And you can tell people were like, oh, shit, here we go, finally. Because I got to see Drew working his way back up in the independence. Yeah. And you're right. The first, no, it wouldn't have worked because he wasn't ready. And I think he's openly said that he wasn't ready for, you know, yeah. what he thought he was immature and all that good stuff. And he had to grow. And, you know, he, you got to take those lumps and learn and grow. He got bigger. He got smarter. And he's at the position that he is now. I just think if Vince would listen to his fans more, which he, you know, said. But plenty of times, I, I am, you're, you're absolutely right. Certain things happen. Like it, he, he, he pushes back when it doesn't, there's no need to push back sometimes. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. And then, then the disconnect comes in when, well, how many fans are billionaires? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the pro- that's the big, but like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 check it out. This dude actually does run a billion dollar business that's just been pro wrestling. This built off the back of pro wrestling. And he, he, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't going to never be a billion dollars with his father running it. And that's not the shit on his, his pops. The point of it is Vince McMahon is a very different man than we are. For one, he's a billionaire. You, you could call him self-made or whatever it is, but like my point is he has very different origins, very different background than we do. Like He is a very unique character. There is no one like Vince McMahon on this planet. It's very hard to tell him what to do and say why he should have done something. Because, like I say, this dude is a survivor. He survived everything that could have crushed his business and killed him. He survived the XFL folding once, only to get back and it be successful the second time. And we don't know what's going to happen with this time, but like, guess what? The XFL was a success. It was. And and it was. when it's a meme about how successful it was, but it still got killed by this, that's, that's telling of the times. The memes are very telling of what's going on. I know that's ridiculous, but like, you know, it's, it's like a George Carlin joke. That's what memes are. You would never give me to say anything about Vince's business mind. I would, I would be a fool to sit here and argue with you about that. But at a certain point, when you get older, I think you have to start looking at and trusting the other people around yeah. you when it comes to talent. Because Triple H, but Triple H is in charge of all talent now, so he does. Like, and a lot of people don't give Vince that credit. They're like, "Well, Triple H is doing everything." I'm like, "Who the fuck you think uh, Vince 
allowed to be in that spot because he allowed. Yes, Triple H kept coming up and kept coming up and kept coming up, but like he allowed. You know, that, that's kind of a crazy thing if you think about it. Like, you know, he has the ear of Vince McMahon. He, you know, he has his ear. That's, that's, that's not a lot of people get that. At the end of the day, Vince is going to do what he want to do. And the, and the problem is with that is, if you do listen to Triple H, then Raw will look so different. Raw will be a different show. It's not a different show. It's been, it's been a cycle of, you've seen Raw has stayed the same for so long now. And I get it. You know, the third hour really fucked up a lot of shit because that third hour was, you know, it gave them extra money. And I'm not mad at that because without that money, there would be no NXT. I'm not stupid. I oh, definitely Right, know. right. So, oh. so there's so much give and take when it comes to the business, though, because it's like, all right, cut the third hour of business, uh, Vince. It's like, cool, now you don't have NXT. If you don't have NXT, who knows if AEW is even as good as it is? Maybe it misses the mark because it doesn't have something else to compare itself to. Or I, they get all the talent and they don't know what to do with it. Or I don't know. I'm just saying, like, well, maybe they, maybe it's much better. I don't know. It's, it's, Business-wise, I'm just saying, like, yeah. Go right. ahead. No, I was just saying that business-wise, uh, that gets in the way of Vince McMahon's decision-making because it's not all just the business. It's not. But that's why he makes he lets Triple H make the non-business decisions. You know what I mean? All the talent shit. Oh, you deal with all the people. I'll just tell them what to do. Like I get that. That's actually a good thing, though. You don't want Vince McMahon dealing with people with fragile egos, because then you or or, or then then I, I I said I'm, I thought I said that wrong at first. I didn't. Fragile egos. You take somebody out there who think they're the shit, and they're actually not. And Vince has made more stars than he hasn't. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? He's forced some people on us. He forced The Rock on us the one time, and The Rock got death threats. And then he said, you know what? Fuck it. Put him in the nation and then turn him, you know, turn him heel. So, I mean, Vince, it's, it's just so weird. You know, I don't know if he listened to the people then. Maybe he did because they said they were going to kill The Rock if he didn't fucking change. <laughs> but and I think he was really still, I just think when you get a certain age where he's at now, I just think when it comes to saying, you know that uh, I don't know if you ever heard that Dave Chappelle thing uh, where he did the joke about uh, uh, the pimp. And he was like, "Oh, I can tell, I can tell." <laughs> no, that's her. <laughs> She's about to lose. This is her last one. Uh, she can't do no more. It's almost like that where Vince is aged out, so he thinks <laughs> he can spot Sarah. You ain't got it. I don't know what it is, but you ain't got it. And everybody else, including his number one star ever, Stone Cold, is saying. Vince, no, you have something here. Nope, you don't have nothing here. And 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 we will never see it because I'm not gonna allow. Like, I feel right. like we lost out. I feel like we lost out on the chance. I don't even feel like Cesaro got a chance. But I I've got a hell of a pay. His payday is probably his bank account is probably marvelous. No problems. But again, it. You know, it just depends on the type of wrestler you are because then you got right. somebody like Brody Lee who says, nah, I'm not re-signing with y'all. I don't care how much money you offer me. I want to go no. paint this picture. No, 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 no. I'm just, uh, sorry. Uh, no, uh, but, so when you brought up Stone Cold, Stone Cold, uh, Stone Cold is the mark, right? He really is. So, 
Vince has to make his decisions and everyone else has to make theirs. Not everybody's Stone Cold. I understand that. But like Stone Cold got hurt and he still remained relevant. People have got to be more Stone Cold than they are not Stone Cold. They really do. Everybody's not a star. These guys are physically gifted athletes. But that don't mean that they're a great personality. Or they might be great personalities. They don't mean they're gifted athletes. Or they might be a little bit of both. Or they just might be they might be everything except they don't know how to pull it out. Ricochet's great. I think he's fine on the I think he can be fine on the mic as far as he's he's charismatic. I see it. I know he is. You know, he he he, he can get at people. I think he probably needs to be healed, to be honest. Uh John Morrison is healed. He works better as a heel, you know. Some people are really cool, really great personalities, but man, can you put that on TV though? Sometimes you can't do that. So like when we say, you know, uh, people lose their spot, why'd you lose it? Stone Cold didn't lose his shit. He didn't, though. Stone Cold didn't lose it. The Rock didn't lose it. And you look at them, you say, well, they're the best ever on the mic. How did they get there? You know, were they born that way? Maybe. But, like, can you get there? Look at the Miz. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you get to a point where you can be valued at, at, at what you should be valued at? It, it does. The Velveteen Dream. He was, uh, I know he was doing some uh, kayfabe shit when he was doing it, but it was kind of a shoot too. Hey, talent needs to pick it up. Talent needs to be the type of talent that can get over certain humps and be here and be there and do this and do that because you're the one who chose to sign with an entertainment company and entertain people. And part of your entertainment is not on, not in the ring, not on the mat. Some of it's on the mic. And you, whoever you are, it has to shine through. And if you miss the ball, you might miss the train. You might miss the gravy train. I don't know what it was with Cesaro, but Vince said he was missing something. And guess what? Probably is. Because every time he got that shot, every time every time Vince says something about somebody and they get that shot, we see them fucking fail. I've seen Roman I, fail. God I, damn, he can't fail. Yes. Wait a minute. This fail Cesaro. What shot did he get? I, I gotta remember. I remember he had great matches on TV. That's what I do. I remember he was having a got run of many pushes. Cesaro got he got many many pushes. Cesaro had oh, so okay. when he was at uh, Oksana, that wasn't like that was crap. You know he was actually pushing Cesaro. Cesaro was supposed to break out of that for whatever reason he did not. He didn't. You know what I'm saying? We know Andrade has a language barrier. So, that's and like, you know what I always say that that's fine if you want to say the language barrier, I can live with that. It could easily be that with Cesaro though. It could be, and we don't we don't see the the problem is this: we don't know these guys personally, and we we just can't say that it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So since we don't know them personally, we just can't. Um, Since we don't know them personally, we just can't say that uh, is this or is that. You know, we, we have no idea. But Vince is literally the guy that's been doing this for decades. And when he don't see something, he know it ain't there automatically. We can say most of the time he's wrong or, or he was right about this or that. But we don't know specifically what it is. So we're a little unfair to everybody in that party in that regard. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is about Cesaro. And maybe Vince really don't know what the fuck it is. Because he actually said he don't know what it is. It's just something about it. He said he's missing something. But, like, my point being is, I, 
I was we, we overstep our bounds a lot with 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 this company. We really do. I, no, not even company. with the company because I I I will say this. I have two things to say, and this is the first thing. When I've been going back, uh, watching a lot of Ring of Honor DVDs, a lot of 2004 and 2005, uh, a lot of CM Punk, a lot of Samoa Joe, I knew they could be fucking stars. I knew it then. I said, hey, these guys can be something. I didn't know how big, but I knew they were bigger than where they were at. I saw that. I didn't even know them personally. I saw their promos and I saw their in-ring work. And they weren't even close to the finished product because a wrestler is never really a finished product. They're always going to learn. Right. True. True. Like, look um, at Jericho. Yeah, like, <laughs> if, if he ain't one of the goats, I don't know who he is. But he, 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 the, second, he, the, he does go, but yeah, that's other goats, yeah. The second thing is, if you look at old old basketball players, Jordan in the Wizards uh, outfit, um, eventually Tom Brady. Uh, people age out of certain things. I saw yeah. Peyton Manning in throwing ducks. Now, like, Ooh. wow, okay. I saw certain things. So what I'm saying is, while Vince is probably one of the greatest business minds, I'm talking about in everything because he built that WWE brand into an entertainment, to a network, to all that good stuff. And I know people helped him along the way. There's no doubt about it. He has had help, but he's been, the, you know, I'm taking the bigger risk than all of you. I will never knock him for that. But sometimes and he always older, put it on his name, too. He put it on the McMahon. That's one thing. Like, if, even if wrestling failed, we would have blamed Vince McMahon. We wouldn't have blamed Chris Benoit. We would have blamed the shit out of Vince. Because he, he always led the charge. He say, like you said, he put it on him. You know, he always thanked everybody and then he put it on him. You know, he said, we got a wonderful staff, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, he's got the McMahon name on it, you know. So what I'm just saying is that I just feel that Vince, as far as choosing and seeing talent, like he probably looks at Rick and Shane's, oh, that guy's a baby face. No, the fuck he isn't. The garbage yeah. that they hand him to read is not something that he would say, and I understand it. Bro, you got a job. You're going to do what they tell you to do. It's all good. He, he probably... Nothing. What they he got is, is kind of weird. He's an absolute uh, uh, tweener, maybe RVD-ish heel in ECW. Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. he used to be. RVD heel is what I see in it. He can yep. back it up in the ring, and he can talk his shit. Not this. I just want to be a superhero, but I understand that's what <laughs> Vince because he's 70 however years old and that's what his eyes as a 70 year old man sees. and I don't see here's the thing too like when you go to WWE you're a brand and I when you're an independent wrestler yes you're a brand but like I mean <laughs> yes when you get to WWE the bar is stone cold in the rock and now Cena so here's the thing and, and here's, a, here's, a, here's a tall task it's ricochet someone you can see being John Cena on commercials, I mean, in commercials, in movies, starring in them in a Fast Furious movie? Like, could he be, if they had a, the equivalent of the Lord, uh, let's, I don't know, new Star Wars movie, can he be the lead? Can he be a main that, character in a new Star Wars movie? I am, well, I'm going to be honest that's, with you. That's a I think, a, I think about it. 
Because oh. Fast Furious Let's 9 look. is not trash. And John Cena is the fucking main villain in it. Or well, supposedly, I well, think it's the dude that got killed. That's not because of, you know, anything. WWE gave him the 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 starting point with what was the Marine movies. Yeah, they let him do the you know yeah, they let him do the I, yeah, yeah, so he got Marine hey, he got he had his training wheels on. He was learning, but then he went out on his own in Hollywood and started getting the small roles, small roles, then bigger and bigger, and, and now we here. So I'm not so sure. I would say WWE they gave him the the platform for the the training wheels, right. the, the beginning. Right, I'm just saying. No, and then that's not to take nothing away from John Cena. Yeah, but what, what I'm, I'm saying is like what Rick says. We don't know because like while while the babyface superhero hasn't caught on, the hellish asshole might catch on. We don't know because he hasn't been, been trying to do, to do it. That. <laughs> right, yeah. and um, maybe him and Cedric Alexander can. But like, here's the thing: go do it, man. Because because here's the thing: Vince wants you to challenge him when you're wrong. When you're wrong, you better fucking say something. Cause if you are, if it, you know I mean, when he's wrong, when you, when he's wrong and you don't say shit, boy, will he come back to you and say, "Why'd you let me make that mistake?" So you'd rather not stick up for yourself and worry about your job than the, he'll do that shit to you. He'll do that shit. And I you know what? He's hundred percent right. Because you should stick up for yourself and what's right and say, "Hey, look, man, this is a mistake. Don't do this." You should be willing to do what you got to do for that. Because he's back down more often than not. When it was big shit, like okay, so uh, Jericho, uh, uh, I'm gonna say Dean Ambrose. I feel like Dean Ambrose um, backed off more than he should have, to be honest. Uh, a lot more than he should have. Be very fair, I think. Um, Stone Cold, he was re- he was a respectful distance. But Stone Cold's a little different. The Rock kind of just followed suit with everything, right? See, I so it's so. I mean, but I don't. To be fair, I don't think The Rock had anything wrong with what his character was because he was also, you know, the main dude or one of the main dudes. So uh, Triple H got the he wasn't the main dude, so Triple H got to stay in between and do what he wanted to do with TX and all this other shit, right? So nobody was really watching Triple H. He could just kind of do whatever. Him, Shawn Michaels. All the while, you know, they was already dreaming of NXT. That was already what they were going to do anyway. In in DX, they already knew NXT was coming. That's why everybody ended up getting a job in NXT. And Road Dog was just, you know, head writer or uh, head man in charge for SmackDown not too long ago. Point being is, how, I don't know what things, what format that Vince really puts out there, what template there is for them to follow or to put out there like that. Be- because you your own individual, right? You can, you got to say he at least lets you be your... Uh, he might not let you be yourself on TV, but you your, you yourself when you come to him because he, he either says yay or nay on you, you know, straight up. And, and and some people he give a shot and some people he don't. He don't see it. And you're right. I think he aged out of the position. I think he has. I think he's more... He's a great GM. Uh... Maybe more better of a hit. I don't know. I, so, he's a better owner. Fuck it. He's Robert Kraft. He really is. And then Triple H would be uh, Triple H's, uh, you know, uh, um, um, fuck. Bill Belichick. And then I don't know who the fuck Tom Brady is. He's an older dude. I don't know who the fuck Tom Brady would be. But there's a Tom Brady in there. So maybe man, John Cena? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, he, 
Right. I'm, I'm, door, so. I'm guessing now. The analogy has to break down at some point. But yeah, my I point get is, you. Robert Kraft's a great owner. Uh, I think I think Vince McMahon is to a large degree. A lot of people shit on him and oh, Vince, you know, they done this, they done that, they racist, they this, they that. It's like why'd you take hundreds of thousands of dollars from them then for years? Like they so bad yet you kept signing that goddamn contract independently. People are not to be let off the hook for that. As much shit as the WWE does, you signed on the dotted line for to put up with it. A lot of people did. A lot of people did. And it's like, well, I, I didn't know they were going to do this. I'm not, I'm not talking about people they flipped the script off. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about uh, people who knew better. Who knew what was up? Is Jericho over there? No. Is Hardy over there? No. Because they didn't want to do it again. And they already yeah. knew it because this time they didn't want to sign. And this ain't the first time that they didn't sign with them, you know? Yeah, it's, 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 it's honestly a choice. And I've always heard that back in the day when people were saying, oh, how is it over there before they would decide to sign or not? You know, people would tell them it's like A, B, C, and D. And they were like, well, you know what? I try it for myself or I'm going to stay over here or I'm going to go to Japan or whatever it is they decided to do. And it's very telling when veterans are saying, you know, I'm just tired of the WWE, you know, the way they do things. No, you're right. Yeah. And, it, a million percent, right? it, it's because that means that well something's changed over there or something's not quite right because Jericho pretty much what what happened I always wonder how many times was he told no last the last time he came back I would like to know that how many times were you told no Jericho we're not doing that um, maybe a lot I, I got an even better question why wasn't I him him and Triple H don't have to be cool with each other. But, like, why wasn't Triple H overseeing what Jericho was doing? Because we would have had what Jericho's doing right now in AEW on WWE television. And I, I got to say, if he was doing, because we saw we got the, the Festival of Friendship, which was great. So Jericho's great across the board, no matter where he is or what he's doing. He's going to be this level. Of, he's going to be at the highest level of success. What I heard, uh, yeah. I heard what I heard from Matt Hardy was that, well, from what his experience was, that Vince was telling him, you know, you're aging out, you're starting to show, you you're 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 seeing that you're older now, so we want to do this with you. So I wholeheartedly agree, but yeah, so <laughs> maybe Jericho, maybe he told Jericho. I mean, maybe Jericho didn't want to go through that, but see, there's a difference with. With what I think is, Matt Hardy is going to be more helpful with AEW as far as other stuff. It's going to be outside the ring. Um, I don't know. Um, he's a special talent, and not. It's so hard to tell. Man, wrestling is just so. I can't take. A, there's no head coach, right? There's not a head coach. I could just not like Arn Anderson, fake garbage bullshit head coach. Fuck that gimmick. Fuck Cody Ford. Fuck Arn Anderson for going with it because it's stupid. Anyway, sorry, I had to get that off my chest. Haven't done podcasts in a while. <laughs> I think all of that is trash. It's dumb. Even he even has a playbook that he puts his it puts over his mouth when he comes to the ring. Shut the fuck up, Arn Anderson. I'm not a fool. Be better than that. Anyway, with wrestling. I don't know if people would be able to take that direction. Bill O'Brien just got rid of one of the best wide receivers in the game. You, but you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. How do I know that this going to jive? Like, Bill O'Brien, tell me that wasn't the Vince McMahon thing to do. 
That was straight up Vince McMahon. And uh, you know, that, probably that worse. Was, uh, I ain't even gonna lie. Drunken, coke-induced decision he made. Like, well, oh, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'll trade you for. David no, Dunn. I'm not gonna. No, I think he did that. <laughs> I, I, I know you. I know. I know you. I know you bullshit. I'm saying. Nope. I'm not gonna give him the benefit of the doubt of saying he was on something. Oh, Vince man don't do shit. Pretty sure Vince McMahon does absolutely nothing, just like Trump does absolutely nothing. They are the men they are because they are the men they are. And Bill O'Brien is ridiculous. Vince McMahon has been ridiculous. Like, so I, so I, look, all I'm saying is I think you might be right about Matt Hardy. You might be. But I think it's more of a chance that you're wrong because I have not seen that yet. I haven't seen a mentorship program in AEW. And there are a lot of independent guys, man. I don't know if you could just corral them like that. The elite, I, I'm gonna be but, real with you. I don't think the elite could, could just corral people. They're gonna be loose cannons. The, the elite don't have their uh, finger on John Moxley. He can do whatever the fuck he wants whenever he feels like, or Jericho. And that's a good thing because they're all equals, right? But at some I point, think, I think yeah. I think you're wrong about that because I've, everything I've heard. There really is a collective effort from everybody over there in AEW. There's not one man to say, this should happen. What do you guys think? It's always those guys talking and throwing stuff at the wall. Now, is it That's them great. every day doing that? I don't think so. But I think it may be uh, Christopher Daniels, Jericho, and Kenny one day. And then the next day it may yeah. be uh, the Bucks and so-and-so talking about matches. And I think I, I think I like that environment a lot more than just go do this A B C and D and get out the ring. Like no, you know, I, I like that too. I just don't know. And, I'm talking about uh, personal. Uh, I'm talking about being a head coach. I just don't know. Like you can have a Bill O'Brien moment when you get rid of your best wide receiver just because. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to go. I would. Has, and I'm just uh, saying, there's no evidence that I should believe necessarily i do i hope hell yeah do i hope absolutely i hope there's a better uh, i hope there's a really good situation for everybody over the aew but I, do i think it's going to be better i don't have any evidence that suggests that it will be as a matter of fact just because it, you know i would have if i had to pick i'd say no and I'm, I'm i'm gonna pick no if i have to pick and it's not against matt hardy or jericho or anything like that what i'm saying is ain't no head coach over there that's a big, but that's different though. That's it's, wrestling is so different. There are no head coaches. They can't really be head coaches. I mean, it kind of can be. I don't. I don't know what to liken this I, to. Everything's be, not the same. So want, I, I don't know. Yeah. If you want to be real, Tony Khan is the head coach. He may be hands off, which I'm sure he. Is. I would say he's more of a he's general a manager. I mean, although he's not, I get it. His role isn't more. Uh, he's more. He's more. Uh, Robert. Craft actually, but you know why I say he's more head coach because he's too buddy buddy, and we've seen buddy buddy coaches before. We've seen them in the NFL, you've seen them in the yeah. NBA. There has been coaches he's like that. Buddy, 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 that's a big deal because that's a big deal breaker to me. Fan. He's a fan, but and I'm not mad at so that. But I think Jericho come to <clears throat> Jericho come to the table with some real shit and say, "Hey, you need to make a decision regarding this." Big straight up big ass decision, like because there's shit that's going to happen in this business that I don't know if he's going to escape. What, for instance, let's just I mean, throw the, the Ben Warren situation out there. Would he have survived that? 
not even not even something that heavy. Just the steroid situation. Would he have even survived that? I mean, that's hard to say. But you need a head coach yeah. for that shit. You need a head coach. You need a Vince McMahon. You need a you need somebody who's gonna make decisions right then and there and not be questioned, not nothing. You need someone, one man, one solitary person in, you know, or, or you, you could have a governing body that's in 100% unison, not a, 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 a bipartisan vote or like, okay, we got a majority vote for this or something. No. You Listen. need a Vince McMahon that's going to say this, this, and that. I don't know if he could do something like that. I don't know if he... Would he? Probably. He owns it, but like, yeah. He absolutely would because the Khan family makes money. So they make decisions, and I'm not. And I'm not gonna sit here. Yeah, he can make the decision. Yeah, would they like it? You know, who cares? Because in the end of the day, he has to. You know, he has to make those decisions, and he's a businessman. I one of the one of the first interviews I heard him say when all this AEW stuff was, was like, I'm a businessman first. I want to make. I want to be able to make money at the end of this. And he already knows he's gonna take a loss already. He's taking a loss. Hey, but, no, uh, making, I think they're gonna be making money real soon if they're not already actually making it. Well, with the you know with the coronavirus right now, you know who know who who knows how long this whole thing is gonna last. So what I'm saying is, what I'm basically just saying is that if everything was the same, he had a three year plan. Where in that third year, or after that third year, they would really be bringing in some money. Now we'll see how that plays out. Um, before we get out of here tonight. I need to ask you, do you feel like any matches on the WrestleMania card? Um, I know some of the matches, but we'll just go with the big matches. Uh, do you feel any title changes? What happened? And we'll start with uh, Brock versus uh, Drew. Oh, Ridic- man, that's, that's really difficult because... Uh, what we were, what we started off with originally, how we got into you know WWE and, and just pro wrestling, how they how they handle everything as a whole in their history and how they will in the future and how they are currently and changing their culture. We got into it because of you know uh, you asked the question should Russell, you said should WrestleMania have been postponed and I didn't I didn't even know where you stood with that because uh, I've been off Twitter for a while but uh, if the I belief really, is I really hate it for Drew. If he's going to get the title, I hate it for him. I'm sorry. If Drew's going to go over, I really hate it for him because I feel like he, I feel like he deserves. And I know that's right. a strong word. Deserves no, you're right. You're right. I'm right there with you. I, 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 I am. I think the exact same thing. Those are my words exactly. If he's going to go over, it needs to be in front of the crowd in, in the deserved crowd, like he earned. Um, yeah. That being said, that's the that does not keep in line with the show must go on thing I've been talking about. But with the show must going, the show going on, here's the, here's something you can do. Now you can change the title there. I believe they will, and I think he'll get a hero's reception at Raw because I think people will just be so goddamn happy that wrestling's <laughs> you know they can see wrestling live. They'll love yeah, it, that, right? That first so show I think, with fans. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Your first show or not, I think the very first time he's on screen with fans and a live audience, it's going to be a giant roar. They're going to love it. I think the first thing you do is open with Drew McIntyre, and I think they will. I think she's going to get a hero's welcome. They're going to say, you deserve it. It's going to be great. 
wrestling's going to be back. It's going to get a great, warm reception, fun, uh, a, a fun show. But I, I think what you do is you go through with SummerSlam. I mean, I'm sorry. Damn, I gave it away. WrestleMania exactly is planned, right? Exactly is planned. Uh, you do whatever title change you will, and I we will go down. But like, I think you give it to to Drew, right? Um, and then because because you're not prolonging story, you tell a good story, man. This this artistry is about the story in the ring. You tell that goddamn story, and you write that book, and you say this is the book, read it or not, right? I think that's what you do. Uh, and it's SummerSlam. You get to show the people what you were really trying to do. You know, I think you run them back. I think you run everything back at SummerSlam. Almost everything. I think there's stuff that probably needs to move on or whatever. But, like, I think you run it all back at SummerSlam, man. I, I think that's what you do as a blanket situation. You say, all right, we got to do WrestleMania. We got to go on with it. It absolutely has to happen. Cool. SummerSlam is where we really going to turn up the heat, though. Because that's also their second biggest show of the year, or maybe not second biggest, but it's one of the you know major shows. So yes, I think you give that that belt to Drew. Although I am in favor of him winning it, you know, in front of an audience as as well as you are. I think I think no one would disagree with that. So we go on with Drew. Okay. Um... <laughs> Goldberg versus Roman. Is Goldberg, we'll, we'll put it like this. Do you feel like the Goldberg is on a return? Yeah, I was like, you have to. Um, yeah. um, like- um, yes. Yes, currently, yes. I cannot say why, but yes. And I think that's actually probably a big dumbass mistake. Actually, here's the thing. You don't book Roman Reigns to win that match. You don't book him in that match. Roman Reigns is DOA no matter when, where, or how. You fucking put him in this match. He's DOA, man. D-O fucking A. If you have him win that belt and not in front of people, oh, he didn't get booed. Watch they boo his ass when he come back. Right? Just like he's going to get the opposite reception. Not the polar opposite of Drew, but he's going to get the opposite reception as Drew. He's going to get his ass booed. Maybe not out of the building. He's going to get booed. It's going to be, uh, people aren't going to be content with him winning. Uh, and, even if you were to, I don't know who you put in there. I don't know. Let's, you know, if you want to put like, I don't know, sub like a, a John Cena in there or a Braun Strowman. If they were to beat Goldberg and then they got beat at SummerSlam, what's the goddamn point? Like, what's the point of this whole match? It's stupid. Fuck him. Yes, I think he'll retain just because of the circumstance. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure about this match. Um, but yeah, I'm not even going to predict. I don't even know what the fuck's going to happen in this match. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, you know what? I like that. That's a really good. That's just that's a pretty yeah, good assumption. It, it, could go, it could go either way. Um, it could. Okay. We can go to Cena versus uh, The Fiend. Ah, man, unfortunately, I think John Cena is going to win this one. I think so. I think they're going to bury him again, but I think that it, I think Bray Wyatt needs to win this. But, I mean, I don't really know how much it means. Okay, he beat John Cena. That's cool. He didn't lose to him again, so that's great. But he didn't, you know, he beat, he beat somebody who's not even doing shit. 
I think what happened is with the fiend character, shit. This will add more minutes, but I was just gonna keep it short. I think so, WWE made some mistakes. They made some mistakes with the fiend character. And now they tried to correct it with certain moves that they made with Goldberg getting the title and all this other different stuff. So now that you put him in this position, really either way does it mean anything if either one of them wins? Doesn't mean nothing for Cena because Cena's out the door. I, oh, I could help out right. here and there, but I'm Hollywood now. He's going to a movie Lord premiere. <laughs> knows, Lord knows if this movie makes a billion, he's out of there. He is gone. So, and I don't see if Fiend beat him, then I'm like, yeah, maybe I should have kept the title on him. See, I thought yeah. question. It's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. I'm just not, I'm not sold on this match. I really don't think it matters, but I'm going to go, I'm going to say Cena wins and maybe Fiend beat yeah. him up at the end of the match. Who knows or whatever. Here's the thing. Uh, now that it's changed from to a Firefly uh, Funhouse match, I think they're going to do the g- good version of uh, the, like the, 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 the Disney Plus version of what they were trying to do with him and Randy Orton. Like Last time we got the great value version of that match. <laughs> you know, I think we're going to get the Disney Plus version of this. So I think this would be really <laughs> good. Did. And John Cena's an actor. And I think he's going to sell this shit really well. You know, Randy Orton was in the Marine also. I almost said the Marine too, which he actually may have been in, but like you, you get why I didn't say that. <laughs> he was in the Marine movie also. No. He also was huh? he? Yeah, he, I was. Well, he was in a um, WWE movie. Yeah, but he was in a fucking movie. Yeah, I think was, he, he, he actually did it was Randy Orton. Right. Was like a, so he was, like, was in Marine was three or four. He was in one of them. Fuck it. Right. Then it was a Miz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 places has never been right no i mean but i think it's going to be a, a pretty interesting match to say it'll be interesting and i'm glad it's not going to be typical so that's good it's a fire front house match maybe i just didn't see that so then then the fiend is going to win i, yeah. didn't know I mean but, but he could lose it i mean you never know maybe bray wyatt isn't i don't know maybe he's he's got cesaro in the back Okay. I'm not going to go through all the matches. The one last match I want to talk about, this last match, I think this match is very important, is the uh, Charlotte Flair versus um, uh, Rhea Ripley. I think this match is uh, super important. Rhea, Rhea Ripley's going to win that one, and that's why it's so important, because she needs to win it, because they need that big win. NXT needs that big win. Survivor Series was cool, but it didn't launch them to the heights they thought it would. Uh, by the way, I do need to see the. Uh, I want to see the AEW numbers, whatever. Uh, this week, they need to get over a million a week. They need to get over a million views, or they need to at least be neck and neck with uh, uh, AEW. That's a, that's I, I believe that's what this is all about. And when I say that, it's not about the actual viewership. It's about where they need to be, and that being the measuring stick. They don't really give a fuck about AEW whatsoever. Like, nobody over there does. I mean, think about it. You, there's no way you could really be dragging yourself down by what a newcomer company does, whether they do it better than you or not. They ain't been here as long as you have, and you guys still got your work to do. With that said, I think 
you need a large feather in your cap, and you need to like somebody like Charlotte to take that hit. Now, I do think that Charlotte is on her way down to NXT. Maybe not down, so I'm sorry, over to NXT. Two two reasons why. Can't have her and Becky feud on on uh, Raw, right? I know you're taking some star mm-hmm. power away from Raw, but you can add that star power. Could be EO over there or something. I don't know. You know, uh, and Bianca Belair, although I think both of them are going to SmackDown, or at least one of them, Bianca Belair. You, like you said, it's very important, and NXT has to find its footing as a, as a top brand. They need to start bringing in millions because Raw and SmackDown do. You see what I'm saying? Not because of AEW, because AEW don't even bring in millions. But NXT needs to step up. And I like people are saying they need to tour and stuff. I don't even think it's that. You know, uh, you don't see these political shows touring. They don't. <laughs> so, and they get. I, I, I would. I would say touring would just. Uh, no, no, it's not necessary. It's not. No, it's it's not. It's not. I love seeing them here. Right Sacramento, but like, nah, I don't need to. I, fuck that. That's stupid. It's dumb. It's just, especially now, they're not touring now. Have they let go of the performance center? Where the fuck would they be? Man. In AEW, if had they not had a big owner, they'd be out. They'd be done. They'd be done. And that's sad to think about. It really is. AEW could have been gone had they not had the right parent company. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Had it not been the Khan family, it would have been fucking toast. And uh, MLW was supposed to get a, uh, a TV contract, and I don't, I don't know where they'll be. But like, back to that match, which ties. But think about how how important that match is. Like you said, you think it's a very important match. I just talked about MLW and their TV deal. This is because you got NXT with this TV deal, and you got AEW with this TV deal. So who's NXT gonna put on the on the front of their shit? You know, they could put Charlotte Flair up there if Charlotte Flair goes over to NXT, but she can't go over to NXT unless this match happens. And she doesn't have to win to go over there. She could say, you know what? I hate that I lost and I want to start from the bottom. I don't want fantasy book it. I'm just saying there's a reason for her to go over there, win or lose. If you make Rhea Ripley lose, you shit on your brand. I think you do. Not too it's not too tough a shit. It's not something you can come back from. But I think if you do that, you take that brand and you say, Well, they're not as good as uh formerly main roster people, you know. They're not good as the Hollywood brands. I think it makes people take a step back. I think all the AEW fans and all the former uh fans and all this all the all the fans that don't really give a shit that's kind of looking and seeing what's going on uh from a distance, I think they go, Oh, well, why would I come over there when you don't even value people. You put Charlotte Flair and other main roster people ahead of them. Like you say, like they're losing a spot for whatever reason. Like they're getting Cesaroed again. You know, it all goes back full circle. Are you burying this talent? What are you doing with them? What are you not seeing them? Like does Vince not see something in NXT? Is he doing what he did to Cesaro and Ricochet and all these others? Is he doing that to NXT if he puts the belt on Charlotte? Is it is it because he's out of touch, or is he actually just trying to elevate this brand to be where the other brands are in the millions of viewers? We want a bullshit level, a a a, a C level, for NXT to be 1.5 million viewers. I think that's pretty cool, or at least at the very least, one million. 
I think that's where this needs to be, and I think this is the match that gets it there. Um, I'm right along with you on that. I think Rhea Ripley's going to win. I do believe that AEW, AEW, yeah, NXT is about to be in a transition as far as their top talent. Um, I think Rhea Ripley's going to be the face of the women, and I think that uh, Velveteen Dream is going to be the face for the men. And I think this is going to try to shift to get those more viewers out there for the simple fact of we can have Velveteen Dream and he is our biggest character. He is our biggest, uh, uh, biggest, boisterous, you know, uh, superstar in NXT because everybody knows, you know, he, when he comes out there, all eyes are on him, no matter yeah. what. People pay attention to his promos. People want to hear him slick talk and he can have good matches. I love Adam Cole. I'm Adam, I love Adam Cole in-ring work since he was in the indies and he really started finding his groove as the Ring of Honor champion. I was like, yo, I like this guy. Yeah, you can talk about his size, but in that ring, he can wrestle. He can do his job. But now the transition happens because Velveteen Dream can be a household name that casuals can get behind. That's what I feel. I feel yes. like casual can see him. And what is this? What is what is this? He's cool, or the women can say, "Oh, he looks good." Whatever it may be, and then I think Rhea Ripley is so different than anything on the main roster of. Uh, she's twenty twenty. I can say that she looks. She she's got a very modern look. And that's going to draw in a lot of people. Like, my wife was watching Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley go at it. Like, she liked that match. You know, she don't even – she don't mess with wrestling like that. But, like, she liked that match. She liked what she saw out of it. She likes how different Rhea Ripley is and how how the stark contrast between her and uh, Bianca Belair. She loves how different yeah. NXT is versus um, Raw – Raw is a bigger production. Yes, it is. It draws you in with more lights and cameras and stuff like that. But like, um, uh, she she the characters though when she want to watch wrestling, she's like NXT is the wrestling show, and Raw is the more production stuff. I can kind of loosely watch and keep on in the background. And like you like you say, Rhea Ripley is the one that's gonna draw. Uh, she's gonna draw new eyes to that brand. She's gonna catch. She's eye catching. Very. Yeah. Whether long hair yeah. or not, she can have long blonde hair or not. She's still just as uh, appealing. She has a very unique, I mean, even just down to her facial facial features. She's just different. And she doesn't look like everybody on Raw and SmackDown, all the women on there. Very exotic. And, very exotic. Uh, and, they gotta be care- she's got to be careful with her, too, though. Like, that's, that's one thing I've noticed. Look how soft and, like, actually delicate and elegant she looks, man. Like, for real. Like, she's very elegant looking even though she's wearing all this hard stuff and she's this tough badass but when then you she does she does a sit down interview and it's like oh man you're like you know she has this it takes away from her uh edge it just does and it's, it's not on purpose it's it's just how it is like you just see right into her and and even though she's a badass i still know that and believe that it's they got to be really careful with her that's why she had to get rid of that long blonde hair because even then like she's just she's too appealing on another level she's like candace LeRae appealing you see what i'm saying like she's on that level of the baby face charm but you don't want your stone cold type character to be like that you know and also that um 
I think she will eventually set the table for Bianca. Um, yes. I think that's going to happen. I, I really don't know, and it could be a quick thing with um, EO, where she will get the title for a hot second and you know give it right back, but I think she will eventually get a run. Um, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. I think Bianca's going. Uh, I think Bianca and Keith. I think Keith Lee's losing this shit. Actually, I think Keith Lee's losing this shit to uh, Damian Priest, and Dijak's gonna have to chase Damian Priest. I think Keith Lee and Bianca Belair are only with a smack now, bro. Easy. I, I think. Think, I think they is good as gone. I think they gone. I, SmackDown I, needs stars, I, and Keith Lee and Bianca Belair being two more black stars they could put on SmackDown. Hell yeah, they gotta go. They got Sasha over there, and I don't don't think I ain't seen them loading up on on the talent over there, right? <laughs> they loaded it up on certain talent over on SmackDown. They, but the only thing I hate is they got some they got some straight up the, the contrast is straight up white dude, King Corbin and Kofi Kingston. Like, come on, man! Like, can we have somebody in between <laughs> something? <laughs> you know, wrestling takes all yeah, types. I, Give me another type. Give me a tweener. She can um, Bianca can skip. She actually doesn't need the title. She could probably skip and get on either Raw or SmackDown, whichever one it is. But it might be on time now. is coming. Yeah, true. I need to get up out of here. Um, before we go, uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter and on Facebook. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at the Real Jeff versus the World. Uh, Sean, I appreciate you hollering at me, telling me, "Hey, we need a podcast." It's been a long time, maybe too long. Right, too long <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So, so, you know, it was good to give back on here and talk. Uh, I hope you and your family are safe throughout this madness that's in the world. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you're uh, safe too, man. We good. We good. You know, we good. Every, everybody, just uh, wash your hands, stay six feet <laughs> apart, and. Be safe. Two to but, five, flatten the curve, guys. <laughs> we gonna get out of here. Until next time, I am out. Peace. Hey guys, Sporticus is all over social media. You can find us on Rockfin. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Twitter, and Patreon. All under Sporticus or Sporticus Live. Come holla at us.